Welcome to ChirpCast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. That's me. <laughs> I've got the sarcasm sitting directly across from me today. Um, I have one of my good friends, Scott D., here with me today. Hi. How are you? He is such a cool dude. Like, Scott is just one of those guys that once you're friends with him, you're like, this is a cool guy. I want to be in his gang. Wait, you're not in a gang. It's yeah, a club? Anymore. Yeah, it's more of a club. <laughs> it's not a polo club either. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> so I wanted to have Scott come and share a little bit about pretty much just being a Christian. I come from a background where my dad was a pastor. My grandfathers were very heavily into church, whether they were pastors or deacons. My uncles pastored. A lot of them did. So that's kind of where I came from. So what is a little bit about your background? So I came from a background where we never even talked about God. We didn't know anything about God. I think I heard God in a couple sentences when someone busted a knuckle, and <laughs> I, that was probably about it. Uh, we were didn't know anything about it. Okay. Was it, like, was there any curiosity at all? Or was it pretty much just you, you didn't care? Not for me, I think, as as I started growing up, I had a couple of friends that would go to church, and they'd invite me to church, and I went and checked it out, and it just uh, yeah, it just wasn't my deal. <laughs> wasn't your thing. Yeah, whereas, see, I was going to church, like, before I was conceived. Right. <laughs> Forever. Like, I was always at church for my whole life. So, what I would like to know is, can you just share what your view of Christian men were or was before being a believer. What did you think about Christianity and how that played a part as a man? So kind of purse carriers. So <laughs> I I remember driving by churches and seeing a bunch of purse carriers, you know. I, the same guys are, you know, I see them in the mall and they're standing outside where their wives are shopping and purse carrying. So I just... <laughs> never carried a purse so I, yeah okay i know you can't see scott and trust me he is not a purse carrier <laughs> uh, yeah scott's more like the guy that is gonna he may <laughs> this is a stick up i want your purse yeah maybe, maybe. yeah yeah, that, yeah I, I gotta eat today or something. Uh, so. okay so you didn't really have like this really great no idea. it was terrible it was it was actually terrible especially you know i grew up where, you know, where common things were were not common with churchmen at all. So. Okay, so you see men, you don't have any role models necessarily as church, quote-unquote, churchmen. Um, but in spite of your view, what was it that kind of drew you into church? Or, or not even church, actually, because setting that aside, like, I think, what was it that drew you to Christianity or to Jesus. Yeah, I think that's a lot better. So as I was growing up when I was young, there was no no role models, zero. Um, but once I started getting older, one of my dad's friend was a Christian and um, he, he'd talk about God to me and he was, he was kind of a, a fun guy, kind of a car guy, okay. kind of a motorcycle guy. So I, you know, I got it. We talked the same lingo. And, yeah. and then there was another man in my life uh, I would say he was kind of like another father or maybe like a stepdad. And when I moved back from L.A., 
he had given his life to Christ, and this guy <laughs> was like a party animal. This yeah. guy we knew was just... So it was a shock. It was a shock. <laughs> like... I hung out with him for a year because I couldn't believe it. Like I you were was waiting. waiting. I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm gonna catch him, right?" Like you know, this has got to yeah, be a scam somehow. Yeah, smoking, drinking, or doing something wrong. You know, I'm getting, I and and I never caught him. Yeah, was it more just the relationship with these men that kind of helped you see what Christianity was? I never truthfully, I never really thought about it. When this friend of mine, Jim, he uh, he was he started talking about it, and he said he went to this little church in town, and um, I got to know his I don't know ninth wife, and she was a Christian, <laughs> and and uh, I I started listening to it, and I think I think my story's kind of the same. I went to a funeral, and it was his wife's funeral. Oh wow! And at that funeral. Like, they have an open casket, which, like, Lord, I have no idea why you would ever do that. They sit me in a position where I can see her head, and I'm kind of freaking out. So I tried to sneak out when it was all over, but the pastor at that church, when he was talking about her, was, like, pushing my buttons, like, talking to me, like... I didn't know what to do. Like, I thought I had to go beat him up. So, (laughs) it was weird. The transition then from your lifestyle of, you know, whatever you were involved in before, would you say that it was, was it a smooth transition or was it a hard transition? Because all of a sudden, if you become a Christian, like, do you expect that you have to change who you are? I could not see a path to get to become a Christian. My life didn't align with that at all. And so I almost, I was conflicted with something that looked good on the friend of mine. Right. And I could see, I could see it was transformation in him. And and I, I thought it was cool anyway. Yeah. So, but to see a transformation in this man, like hardcore guy, motorcycle, cars, and tough all guy. the things I like. Tough guy, yeah. Hardcore. To watch him and to see the soft side of him and to see him be honest with me and, you know, I just, I was kind of freaking out, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So, I... I guess, to me, a lot of this is very, it's foreign. Yeah. It's foreign to hear this side of the, you know, come to Jesus moments. Yeah. Because I felt like I was always there. Like, I, my whole life growing up was always spent at church, Bible studies, youth groups. Like, it was just something that was... And it's not so much that it was... It wasn't necessarily pushed. It was certainly encouraged, heartily. Right. Normal, too. <laughs> it, it was. was normal. Totally normal. Because right. my whole family, pretty much, was involved either in their right. own churches. And so, to be able to hear somebody talk about, you know as an adult changing their life to me that's interesting because i think that it shows how jesus is still patient with us so how old were you were you like out of your 20s when you became a christian were you younger than that i really don't know that part (laughs) so i think i just hit 16 so that means i was about 44 
Wow. Um, when I actually did the deed, I, uh, for me, it's a lot, it was a lot easier when I stand back and look now, I look at your life and I look at my life. It was a lot easier for me because we know this thing's a walk and the right. duration and the, the staying committed yeah. and the focus and you know the learning like like so much yeah, learning yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like I, I can't start learning like early it's like not gonna work for me and so um and one of the things that i believe one of the first things that i understood about god which was the only thing that allowed me to turn the corner i guess mm -hmm. was that i wasn't going to be able to understand him yeah so i need to understand everything yes i do i'm right I'm, there with you i need to <laughs> and so i want all the dots to line yeah. up exactly in the picture that right. it's supposed to be right right and that's so hard right it's hard to let go of that like i talk often here on chirpcast about control that's like my vice right there I want to be in control. I want to be in control of the situation. I want to be in control of how things happen, how they get laid out. Where, where's the road going to go? I want to know. I want, I want to hold the map. Right. And that's tough. Yeah. Because Jesus is like, shut up, Amy, and quit being a backseat driver. Right. <laughs> and even now when we let go, like I, I let go, I'm walking away and it's tucked under my arm. Right? I, I've got it back, right? Yeah. And, and I'll just hold. I'll just hold the corner. I'll just yeah, hold the corner yeah. of the map. Or I don't even know that I got a hold of it. But there it is. <laughs> you know, I look back. It's like I'm carrying a bag of that stuff. Absolutely. And I think that it's so amazing to me how Jesus meets us where we are. So becoming a Christian on a scale of one to ten, how did it change your life? Wow. So I believe with all my heart and soul that I should be dead or in the pen. There, there is no other place for me. And there was no other place for me. Even though when I, I met my wife, I calmed down a little bit. I think I started becoming, you know, maybe a better man. I was on the wrong road and I was on the wrong path. I met with that pastor of that church who was spe speaking at my friend's mm -hmm. wife's funeral. I met him, and he wants to meet to have coffee. And I, I'm coffee. Like, That's the great inroad, isn't it? That's it a is. coffee. It, it is. <laughs> but when he says, I want to meet at Starbucks, I know that he's a yuppie princess preacher. <laughs> right? So so the funny thing is, it's like, all right, I, I, it's already over, right? right? Like, this guy's got nothing You've crossed him off your list. You're done. So I'd never been in a Starbucks. I'd always just kind of looked at those Starbucks people. And so I, I go to Starbucks, and I, I walk up to the lady, who I know this lady now, too. We're, we're connected. Know her husband. And this is, you know, 16 years ago. And I'm like, look, I... I want a coffee. And she's like, how can I help you? What do you need? What can I do? And I'm like, just coffee. Oh, no. What do you want? And, 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 and almost like trying to make my decision for me. She's like, what do you like? Coffee. Like, just coffee. black coffee. Yeah. So she's going, no, do you like chocolate? I'm like, yeah, chocolate's good. Well, how about caramel? Oh, 
Oh yeah, I like that. And I'm I'm thinking about candy, so she makes me this cup of coffee. Don't know what it's called, and I go sit down by myself, and I'm in a place that I don't belong, right. waiting on someone who I don't want it. I have no yeah. interest in meeting. Drinking and, coffee you don't probably even know about. Take a drink of the best cup of coffee I ever Amazing. had in my life. And I'm mortified. And then the pastor walks in. Oh no! Did which you I thought he was a, a preacher, right? I I didn't know he. I like you're a preacher, right? No, I'm a pastor. Oh jeez, I'm sorry. Like, is that like a father? Right. right. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't see your yeah. uh, name tag there on your shirt. So, it, so the funny part about it is, before it even started, God like put me back on my heels. Put me out of a place that I didn't like. Gave me a cup of coffee that was amazing. I mean, like God coffee. I, I don't even know how to describe. You hear that, that. Starbucks? We, your yeah, God coffee. Yeah, yeah. We we could never make that cup again. It was that cup. That cup of coffee. It was your come to Jesus right. cup of coffee. So we talk and and he's telling me stories and writes some scriptures down on a napkin, which I still have. Ah, you know, that's awesome. And tells me a, a couple of stories, and I'm like, these are bad stories. <laughs> I know we don't have the time to go into that, but I uh, I got mad. You know, I was talking about this farmer who kept going and getting these helpers, and they, you know, one guy worked for five minutes, and, you know, the other guy worked for ten hours, and they all got paid the same, and I was angry. Right? Like, that's what's up with fair. that right like if i'm the five minute guy i'm good but if i'm the eight hour guy you know <laughs> things are not okay right, i'm taking somebody down so i i'm angry and i'm driving home i'm like man what's up with that guy who worked eight hours and only made you know? so i get home and i'm trying to get over it any and one of the scriptures it was romans not sure what it was and I brought that up on my computer. I'm home alone, rainy day, nothing special, in my office by myself and bring it up on my computer. And I read the words and I bawled. I mean, like bad face, schoolgirl, <laughs> snot and tears bawling over words yeah. that meant nothing to me. Man, talk about piercing your heart. Yeah. Like... So the moment I figure there's something going on, right? <laughs> something was in that coffee. <laughs> so I hadn't cried since I was uh, nine. Wow. So full ad- adult man and you, I mean, you can see me. I, I am a big boy. I'm pretty yes. hardcore and bawling. And I'm like, wow, there's like something going on here. Yeah. So me and God have this moment, and I'm like, look, here's the deal. So I'm willing to, like, think that you exist, but you have to be willing to work with me a little bit, right? So I lay the whole thing out, and this is how it's going to be with us. And he's like, sure, however you want it, right? You know, at first, like, God's like this amazing guy. Like, oh, easy. Yeah, love this guy. Love this guy. And then he breaks out the two by four. I'm like, smash it, right? Like, no. (laughs) No, Scott, this is how it's going to work. Right. Wow. That's kind of funny. Now I know God's voice because it's the only one I'm arguing with. 
I will sit great. in a room and great. this great thought will come into my, you know, like, or go apologize to your wife. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I, I know I'm right. And then it like, like, no, you need to apologize. And I'm like, there's no way. And I'm like, who am I arguing with? And I realize... It's God's voice. It's God's voice. I just and talked like, about this. I just talked about this on my last chirpcast. I talked about how I'm so horrible at apologizing because, you know, control, stubbornness really is the problem. And my apologies typically sound like I'm sorry that you got hurt by what I said. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, we, we see eye to eye on a lot of things. Yes. So, yes, I, I have the, the same feeling. Now, at least I have, and it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but it's at least a gauge where I know, wow, that was God speaking to me. And I know that now because I don't argue with myself. I only have great ideas. Of course. Right, right. So, right. High five me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it, it allows me to, to catch myself and to say, wait a minute. And I. It. I always argue for a while before I, I look and say, man, who am I arguing with here? Right. And then like, oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, God. I, I got you. I'm going to get on that right now. <laughs> Let me get on right. that right now. <laughs> yesterday. Let me get on it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your, and I don't necessarily want to say it's your testimony. I feel like this is just part of who you are. Yeah. You know, this is just your life. And this is the cool way that God chose to meet Scott. Yeah. You know, all of our stories are completely different. Whether we were born and raised, you know, cutting our teeth on the back of pews in churches like I did or running one heck of a wild ride like you did before yeah. God really grabbed your heart and said, hey, I'm going to slap you around a little yeah. bit yeah. and just straighten you up. Yeah, and I needed it. I deserved it, too. So it's And it's we all, all do, though. Yeah, it's but all We good. all have moments. Doesn't Like, yeah. I have had so many moments in my life where I have thought, God, this is my plan. Just do it. Here's what I want. And he doesn't. (laughs) And he changes the plan. And then he has to slap me around because I don't listen either. (laughs) But I would love to have you come back again and talk some more. We'll pick a different topic. I love it. I love it. He's making faces and he's saying words under his breath. Even if you can't hear him, I can. But I think it's super awesome that you would come and spend a little bit of time. Um, Thanks for sharing some time with us today on ChirpCast. I'm Amy and we will catch you next time. Bye. Peace out.